Hey everybody, welcome back to State of the YouTube Podcast. I am your main host, Monkey Jones, joined as always by Emperor Lemon. That's me. And as you all know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Emp and I voted Rusty off of the podcast <laughs> indefinitely. So we have replaced him today with Willie Mac. Woo! Welcome to the show. I didn't know this was democratic, this uh, podcast, but... Yeah, it was a vote of two to one. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. No, yeah, I've actually, I've actually watched vote. you guys voted for up. a fairly long time. But believe it or not, actually. Uh, your poor mental uh, health must be so declined at this point. <laughs> well, I went to film school, if that gives any... Uh, that shit. <laughs> I didn't go to film school. I went to films. Oh, cool. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. a fucking Tarantino <laughs> quote. <Yeah. laughs> Right. And what are we doing here today with Mr. Willie Mack of uh, of YouTube fame? Oh yeah, right. sure. So for those of you who don't know, Which is most the wonderful, you. the wonderful Willie Mack show. Um, he's a uh, commentary YouTuber with a decent to small size channel. I don't know if that's now, fair to say. Now, when you say commentary, is this more of like a uh, like a, a Keemstar commentary, or more like a Turkey Tom commentary? I, no, I would. S- well, I think they're very similar, though. They're both talking about trending <laughs> yeah. topics going out of the same stuff. You know, whether like... Both heavily we, edited shows. Yeah, you know, it's just sort of like, here's the topic, and that's sort of what you go off of. I think, you know, as much as I don't really like Keem all that much, you know, um, <laughs> as, as proof would be by my videos, that, uh, yeah. you know, like, I don't think he's got a bad show going on. I just don't like him as a guy, really, you know? Sure. I don't like Keemstar because he refuses to acknowledge my existence. <laughs> Can you blame him? I didn't though? fucking know that. Is that true? What's your what's your history with the dude? Dude, that's the thing that I have no history, and it's so weird because I didn't Keem, fucking know that, he's bro. he he's like such a petty guy. Yeah, and he, he also really is, man. he he also is so he lurks so much, and he's involved with every like tiny little piece of drama. But dude, he's like involved for... with drama with me and like our <laughs> little circle. It's like, dude, we're nobodies, dude. Seriously. What has he done uh, with you and your circle? Uh, our circle, we've had some shit where he lost 3,000 subs during one day. <laughs> one day, he wow. lost 3,000 subs, and he came to us to try and dox the person that made him lose the 3,000 subs. Oh, was that Destiny? Yeah, it was with Destiny. Exactly. Right. I've seen this. Exactly. Is that, so there's that been Twitter? All sorts of shit on YouTube about it, but for the most part, nobody really helped him. He just sort of got ignored, and he still fucking hates us. That's been the, it, the, it, the end drama of that. Was that the screenshot where he said, I want this man shot? <laughs> yeah, it is. It fucking is. Dude, Wait, he, I thought that was Photoshop. That's a real The thing. greatest moment I've had with Keemstar is he was invited. We made a separate group chat. I don't know if I should leak this. We made a second group chat. I'm going to because fuck it. It's stupid. Uh, for Keem, that was like a fake like, yeah, Keem, you're in the group chat, right? Uh, it was sort of like that sort of thing. Sure. And um, he went ahead and I... I tweeted i like i wrote in the message like hey what's ugly doing in here and he goes shut up you're relevant he misspelled irrelevant because he talks <laughs> so that he talks into siri like he's a fucking 90 year old man just fucking screams to alexa what he wants to be written right it's so like my I was dad like, when he's I, driving his truck instantly he went ahead me. and started and was like no i meant irrelevant i was like you no take backs no take backs keemstar says i'm relevant late. here and there right, now this is this is a perfect situation you see because by blatantly insulting Keemstar, he will have no choice but to take the bait and acknowledge me, the great Emperor Lemon, exactly. who for some reason our paths have never crossed, even after I made that video about Leafy 
And you know Keemstar. One of the greatest Keemstar videos, just, honestly, bro. Keemstar is obsessed with Leafy. And he, Unironically, he, that's not even a joke. He really is. Yeah, he, he really is. He single-handedly brought back Leafy for an interview where he basically just gloated that he got more subscribers than him finally. Yeah, because of you. It was after your video he did that, right? Um, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know, Amp. It sounds to Dude. me like he might be irrelevant. Keemstar, he he made a video talking about me. He he bought Rusty a beer at the the Shane or the what's his name the the Logan Paul fight. What has he done for you? Nothing. You're irrelevant. Oh Amp. shit, maybe you are. Dude, you made me relevant though. My first video that got me any subscriber that got me to one thousand subscribers was a video I made about you and uh, the behind the meme situation. Did you know that? Oh oh yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah, I got um, like. A hundred. I might have like two hundred k on the video. I forget, but it was basically so like weird. the whole video was a satirical like this is a normie's point of view on everything. Look at Dick man. It's one of the funniest dramas I've ever seen. It's so weird how that drama has just continued to linger, and we're going to be talking about YouTube drama a lot in today's episode because oh, um, the reason the reason I decided to have. Willie Mack on here was I saw a video on your channel where you basically made the claim that H3H3 Productions is now worse than Logan Paul. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely a controversial take there. But believe it or not, it's not the first time I've actually made that take. The first time I made that, uh, my video got taken down. I got a community guideline strike on my channel for sexual content. And uh, it's now age restricted, the original video. But um, Jesus Christ, seeing to because people fucking love H3H3 and they hate Logan Paul that much, you know. Um, but since uh, since then, he came out with that Flat Earth documentary. I decided to essentially do like a sequel to that video. And uh, because he made an entertaining piece of media, people have been willing to give me a chance. And my channel's been growing like crazy because of it. You know, it, it shows how easily we are really able to forgive people just because, you know, we enjoy what they make. That's yeah. interesting. And here on the show, we are no strangers to shitting on H3H3. The first episode we made in October of 2018 was a video shitting on H3H3. And when I saw your was video... Was it really? I've watched quite a bit of this. I don't remember you guys uh, taking a hot well, take it might, on it might have not been the first in order of release, but it was the very first one we sat down and recorded back in October when all of us met together in the swamps of Gainesville. <laughs> all of us had a YouTube channel. Oh, one of the greatest <laughs> videos I've Bright, ever seen. smiling That faces. is one of the funniest fucking videos I've ever seen. It was before Monkey was Shadow Realm, right? Yeah. yeah that's right. Dude, man. <laughs> Somebody please use Monster Reborn! <laughs> Dude, how weird is it, man, that honestly, I'm so, there were so many people afraid to talk about you, Monkey, after that happened. Me, Turkey hey. Tom... And, uh, well, like only a couple others were, were willing to do it. And we tried to pressure all these guys into doing it. And they were actively saying like, oh no, like there's no point. Why would we? Hey, it was really surprising, it, man. At the end of the day, if, if PewDiePie covered me in Pew News, that's all I need. Everybody else can be a huge pussy faggot. I don't care. He did. Well, honestly, my Good channel enough. covered you for, for, and I'm sure I did absolutely nothing, but it's still a monumental, <laughs> it's still a monumental change in YouTube. The fact that that happened, man. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, important I appreciate, that people talk I appreciate about all it. the coverage. Yeah, and I've Willie watched Mac, you for is, the longest time, for sure. Yeah, and Willie Mac, this is one of the most uh, underappreciated things about your channel, where you are the guy that really digs in 
and gives that unpopular opinion. It's not one of those soft, fake, unpopular opinion that's actually popular that everyone just gives on Twitter to get free likes. You like that actually, Reddit sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You actually say <laughs> the stuff that pretty much everyone else in the commentary community is afraid to say because they don't want to get lynched by a fanboy mob. With... And you came out and said um, during the Alex Jones shit that this sets a horrible precedent for online content creators because it gives these big social media platforms just the guys to go in and basically delete anyone they want. Exactly. And then the rules yeah. to say that they violated them. And that, that was really admirable and really good foresight by you to predict that happening. Honestly, I don't think it was... I don't think it really is that incredible foresight. I think a lot of people did see it coming. It's just how many are willing to, you know... The problem is if you say anything about Alex Jones that's saying it's wrong that they kicked him off, you're now associated with a group. There's people willing to write you off for it, you know? Um, I think one of my... God, I think one of the big problems with commentary is... Commentary is a very... It's got a lot of people making videos, but there's only a few kingmakers at the top, and they're all friends, right? So if you are willing to go ahead... Yeah, so if you are willing to go ahead and, and... criticize them or or say I don't agree with that or here's my take they'll never acknowledge you they will ignore you and if they do make a video on you like in Kavos's case right when he was grown whether you like the guy or not I clearly don't really like him that much but they will go ahead and blur his face when they make a reply video and make sure nobody knows who that person is you know like so it we're in an interesting place in commentary I think on YouTube because nobody it the only opinion that'll ever get you anything is if you go with the popular opinion, you know, and the only people willing to give you anything is, is the people that are on top, you know? Now you say that and generally it's true, but I, I, I like looking into these things and studying how they kind of play out. Yeah. And usually the popular opinion stays the popular opinion until all of a sudden there's just one minor inciting incident and then it tips it the other way. And all of a sudden, this guy who was once beloved is now hated, and this guy who was once the greatest villain ever is now. Q60,000 views and 300 subscribers a day later, you got Willie Mac show, bro. <laughs> it's been very lucky, man. Honestly, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like I said it. Like, I've been saying this opinion for a long time, like almost a year now. But it's only like my video blew up essentially because he came out with the Flat Earth documentary and. You know, people forgive people if they entertain them, you know, is what I, I really do think at the end of the day. Well, the Logan Paul thing is incredibly interesting. Now, I usually tend to avoid talking about it. I know that Mumkey has personally disassociated himself completely from anything related to the Paul. <laughs> Let's look he, at you. What do you mean by that, Mumkey? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what yeah. Em, what, what do I mean by that, Em? Please enlighten me, too. Yeah, how I hear. No, I remember you tweeting out one time that you absolutely do not give a shit about oh, I do any not of the ta- Paul brothers. I do not take anything Mumkey says. I can never tell if he's fucking memeing or what he means by that. Oh, no, here's here's one thing that is not a meme. I've never watched a video made by either of the Paul brothers. Even so his Flat Earth documentary them, you haven't watched? I didn't even know he made a fucking documentary. I don't watch this shit. I just Seriously. make stuff all day. I don't watch it. Well, that's what Seriously. I'm talking about. That's yeah. interesting, man. Everything I know about them is from, uh, like, Nerd City and from Philip DeFranco and from Emp and Rusty. Yeah, well, honestly, that's a pretty good group of guys you named there. Yeah. 
Well, it seems like Mumkey has avoided the polls simply because he doesn't give a shit about the content. I've avoided talking about them a lot because it's well, kind of like... Do you sit around watching it all the time, Mump? Like, how do you know so much about it? Do you watch it? Well, no, they're always they're always just in the news because people keep pumping them up to absurdly high levels of relevance. Honestly, they're some of the most... I think they're some of the most interesting people on the platform. I really do. They are very interesting. Logan Paul's dog got eaten by a coyote today. Did you hear about that? <laughs> I fucking did, and I t- and I DM'd him saying, "Are you okay, bro?" And he goes, "Haha, no problem." <laughs> so there you huh. go. Are, are his DMs open? Uh, no, they're the not. Show. He followed me after he tweeted out my video. Actually, holy mm, shit, so. dude! Well, that's a powerful. I'm connection I'm, I'm, going I'm, connect- I'm collecting the Infinity Stones. I got PewDiePie, and then I got Logan Paul. Who else Fuck can yeah. I get? You know, sort of what I. Now I got Amp Lemons, right? I'm still waiting for Monkey. You know, no problem. Watched her videos for fucking three years, bro. But still waiting for that. <laughs> I'm such a valuable... <laughs> By the way, your gem. new channel name is the funniest shit I've ever read. Uh, Suddenly, I get a recommendation and I just see the channel name is All Hail Ca- Chancellor Susan. And I'm like, yeah, I know who that is. I know who that fucking guy is. <laughs> thank you. But anyway, what I was getting into earlier is that I've kind of avoided talking about Logan Paul because it's kind of the same effect as... Talking about Donald Trump, where it's just so oversaturated, very in similar characters. online discussion, where pretty much anything I'd have to say has probably already been said, and there's not really that much nuance to be found there because everyone's talking about it. But when you look at sort of the whole meta game that Logan Paul is playing, it becomes very interesting. And Willie Mac, you brought it up in your video where. Obviously, the whole Flat Earth documentary he made got hammered because everyone genuinely thought it was serious. Yeah, he was a Flat Earther, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then it came out, and it was actually somewhat of a brilliant, satirical mocking of Flat Earthers. And It was a mockumentary, yeah. Exactly, and if this were made by <clears throat> any other um, online person or celebrity, people would be eating that shit up, but because it's Logan Paul... For some reason, ever since the uh, the suicide forest incident, he has been just public enemy number one on YouTube, and people have just been unable to look at him objectively, and it, it it's sort of like, like I said, it's, it's like Donald Trump, where there's certain people who, whatever Trump does, it's bad, and the huh. same thing applies to Logan Paul. Now listen, man, I don't... I don't know about the Donald Trump stuff because I'm not I'm not a very political person, frankly. But uh, frankly, when it comes to low, I think very much in terms of YouTube, right? And I love the website because anybody has the ability to post the freedom, like whatever content they feel, right? Mm, or not least, anybody. Well, they use <laughs> no, not not anybody. But you get what I'm saying. That very much was the case at the beginning of 2018, at the least, right? Mm, um, maybe the beginning of 2010. I think uh, YouTube's been on a downward spiral for about a decade now. Sure. I'm just saying, like, at least it seemed that way, right? Like, uh, sure. content was still pretty edgy in uh, 2016, 2017, 2018. And although right. they maybe got rid of monetization and stuff like that, that lowered the amount of that that we saw, it was still very much a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I The problem with the suicide forest stuff and, like, hating them for that is... I think you could absolutely hate Logan Paul for doing the suicide forest or him cheating on or not cheating, but but banging his brother's girlfriend or when he fake suicided himself 
in front of all of his fans, right? All of that stuff. Totally down to hate the guy for that's fucking ridiculous. That's, that all sounds awesome. It's, this sounds it's funny. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever fucking seen, right? Why would you do that shit? Whatever would make you think that's a good idea, right? But I think we where we get into trouble is now hating Logan Paul has become profitable, right? Hating Logan Paul brings you clout. It brings you views. It it brings you uh, you know, it gives your your peers now want to see what videos you make and maybe they'll shout you out because you have the same opinion as them. I think it becomes dangerous because now we're hating the guy for stuff that he no longer did wrong. And we are making people in our community are making videos saying how YouTube should do something because of it. Right. H3H3 was like, I'm glad they took away his advertising. I'm glad they took away his Google preferred. I'm glad they took away his YouTube red sponsorship. I don't think that's a good thing, right? I think, like, if somebody does something wrong, they should be publicly scrutinized and, you know, hopefully they'll adjust their actions because of it. I think the instant you get into the platform needs to do something, that's when you get into, you know, a lot of censorship and issues where you got Alex Jones and now Mumkey kicked off. And Mumkey wasn't near as controversial as Alex fucking Jones, right? Mumkey's just an entertainer that's fucking hit in, in the headlights because... You know, you had, what you have, you had like a fucking CIA group saying you were a bunch of delinquents or something, Mumpke? Yeah, you know, something like yeah. that. It's now suspected it's the FBI. Whatever, um, something BBC fucking Canada. really stupid. And I really do yeah. think all that shit does stem from creators demanding YouTube to do something about it. And now there's this expectation that YouTube needs to step up and make something happen. I think that's where a lot of problems come from. It's not up to you. All YouTube is supposed to do is host the video, is what I think. And I think it's up to the people to decide, you know, what should be, you know, criticized for. Because say what you want, nobody likes to be fucking called an asshole and a terrible person. People will adjust their actions because of that. I really do think so, you know? Well, that's an interesting point you brought up in your video. And another thing you brought up that I found... Very, I agreed with it so much. How did you see was, my video? Out of curiosity, um, I saw one of my one of the people I was following shared it on Twitter. Oh, okay, very cool. And you brought the point where people are just forming mobs against Logan Paul and admonishing him for edgy stuff that Filthy Frank literally did three years ago. There's tons of hypocrisies, but I mean, in terms exactly. of if you literally want to compare apples to apples, Logan Paul tased a dead rat, and Filthy Frank made a burrito with a dead rat, and one of it is <laughs> called comedic genius, and the other yeah. is, hey, YouTube, you should just delete this channel. But um, that's the thing. Back in back in the day, in 2015, when he made that video, Filthy Frank made that video. There wasn't an expectation for YouTube to do something. If you thought it was shitty, you left a comment saying that was shitty, and that's all you could do. Now there's an well, expectation I, I think... where YouTube can do something. I think, think about it. A guy the... in his one-bedroom apartment fucking made it so family-friendly channels, right, now have to turn off their comments because who knows what... Because a creepy comment could have their whole channel demonetized, their whole video demonetized. That's how it's fucked we are right now. One guy in a one-bedroom apartment could have detrimental effects on a very innocent channel. That's where we are. Well, I'll say, uh, to compare Filthy Frank and, and the Paul brothers seems a bit unfair when one of them was edgy from the beginning and the other started off on the Disney Channel and brought along an audience of probably 10-year-olds. So when you know that you have an audience of 10-year-olds, I guess the expectation is, hey, maybe don't do this disgusting shit on your young audience. When Filthy Frank, he always 
appealed to mature audiences from the very beginning. Dude, YouTube does not act in terms of specific strokes like that. You don't sign a contract. Well, I'm not talking about you YouTube. I'm talking about these people that you're calling hypocritical. Whatever. I'm, thinking I'm maybe saying, it's not though, like, you don't sign a contract saying, I'm going to be a family-friendly channel, right? YouTube, yeah. Logan Paul is just a content creator, and he watches them is up to their own discretion, right? It's not his... It, it, he doesn't sign a contract with YouTube saying he's with Disney and that he's going to be family friendly. He can promote. Well, sure, but didn't his channel start off more family friendly and yeah, then now did. he's been it changing absolutely it? Absolutely did. But I'm saying he's not responsible for. I'm saying, like, uh, essentially, I don't think he's responsible for who watches his content. I don't think that that's a fair thing. That No, I, that I don't think anybody is. I'm just saying I, I see where some people are coming from with this criticism. I would say they're wrong and that they don't get YouTube. Honestly, I really would. Yeah, I, I'd be very cautious with using the think of the children argument. It's a terrible. It's a very dangerous slope, and it's how we've ended up where we are. Dude, if you say think of the children, Kim Kardashian against the Momo Challenge, right? The Momo Challenge, which was, if you look up, if you look it up, right? The Momo Challenge was a hoax. It wasn't even a real fucking thing, right? Well, it went viral in Mexico and other but Latin American a, it's countries. it's a fucking hoax, right? Yeah, well, exactly. It's this big... It's just as a big dumb Kim Kardashian thing because like she Slenderman. fell for the hoax got advertisers to leave YouTube. <sighs> At the end of the day, is that not ridiculous? Well, the thing is with YouTube. If and you children, say children, any anybody will fall for you. God, that's the number one thing. How to pass any regulation? You just say think of the children. Yeah, and it, it's it's dangerous to treat all children as the same. Exactly. When realistically, just. If you separate children by as few as two years, you have incredibly different levels of maturity and innocence. And the kids, the kids watching Logan Paul's video, they're not like toddlers. No. They're probably nine, 10, 11 year olds. And everyone, when they get into middle school, they start looking up edgy videos and start cursing and start seeking out edgy content. Yeah, and letting your kid use youtube or the internet is like letting them run around the neighborhood there's dangers to it of course you just got to remind them to be smart and make sure they're smart enough to do it before you let them you know that's right. sort of my whole take on the situation yeah no i'm but, i'm more or less in the same boat i don't give a fuck about the safety of kids um i, <laughs> I think if you look at their career trajectory it's like filthy frank is family guy and and logan paul would be spongebob if if one day like season four well, spongebob started like tasting Miley dead Cyrus, rats right well sure so like you have a, a show that started off for kids and then starts you know tasting dead rats and showing dead bodies i can see why people would be like oh yeah maybe uh when your audience is 90 percent kids maybe don't do that as much hold on showing the dead body we could that's way out of line we all agree on that right yeah. I at no point want to defend that or any of the, like him, you know, banging his brother's ex-girlfriend or him murdering himself in front of a bunch of fucking kids. I no way intend to defend any of that shit. All right. That that was all very wrong. I'm saying like, it, you know, I get what you're saying, like the, the tasing the dead rat thing. And I see where the criticism comes from. I just think it's it's a very slippery slope. And I don't think, you know, a YouTube channel applies to the same rules as a television show or anything else like that. Yeah, and an another important aspect I'd like to add about a YouTube channel is the audience is not static. Exactly. TV channels tend to appeal to a specific demographic, and that demographic just changes. Logan Paul has been on YouTube for almost 10 years now, if not more. Really? I didn't know that, actually. Well, Isn't he's he 20 years old? Yeah, he's only 20. Yeah, he's like 22. He's my age. 
Well, 23, he's something like that. Had his YouTube channel for a long since time. at least before 2012. Okay. And YouTube audiences grow and evolve with the creator. PewDiePie does not make the same type of videos he did when he was getting popular. And PewDiePie's videos point, have man. gotten a lot more edgy. Yeah. No, no, PewDiePie's gotten much less edgy. What are you talking about? He, you know what? He got to a point, though, where he was pretty edgy. <laughs> yeah. Well, 2017, I'm... before all the shit went down. 2016. He's got PewDiePie, uh, PewDiePie playing Happy Wheels was like, you know, dropping uh, every word in the book, and now he's censoring himself. I think he's much Dude, less every... edgy. But think about That's the problem with YouTube, though. It's H3H3, everybody censors themselves now. Filthy Frank, Max Mofo, those guys don't even, uh, iDubs, they all upload different kinds of content now. Because YouTube has cracked down on all that shit so hard. Monkey, you're gone, bro. You're fucking gone. I'm worried about being associated with this podcast, honestly. Because you're <laughs> fucking gone, dog. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. We're in a different world, bro. We're in a different world. And there's only going... I'm not sure how much more strict YouTube's going to get in the future. Honestly. Well, I think the thing that turned everything on its head was the rolling out of the demonetization system because yeah, before that probably. YouTube was basically wild west. You had the golden age of filthy Frank. I dubs. They were just vomiting in every video and eating each other's shit. <laughs> and then YouTube rolls out this site wide demonetization thing. That's based on just standards and practices for television. And then all of a sudden and YouTubers just try to avoid it and they try to circumvent it. And then after about a year, it appeared to everyone that there was no getting around it and that you have to abide by the rules. But I think the problem with Logan Paul coming into all of this is that there was this great sense from the sort of the YouTube community and the YouTube audience that he was kind of above the rules. Like once YouTube established that precedent that if you upload semi-edgy content, you're going to get demonetized. And then they see Logan Paul with Google Preferred and all these just movie deals, YouTube Red deals, and he's still getting away with a lot of the edgy shit. I think that's where a lot of people had a problem. I know so I made a video about Logan Paul. People didn't care until he did the Suicide Forest, though, man. Right, people that was sort of the, that the breaking point. That's the only problem with what I got with what you said. Like, maybe... I'm not sure on the monetization side. I'm still such a small channel. I have six, like 700,000 views on YouTube. I have not made a penny off of YouTube, man. Right? I'm just yeah. saying, like, so I don't know that side of it or what creators were feeling or thinking. But nobody my really went on, after him until, that, until the forest. Well, my stance on Logan Paul has always been the same. And you can go back to that video I made after the suicide forest about Logan where... My problem has always been with YouTube's enforcement and YouTube's unfair treatment relative to other creators, where for some reason, and I always speculate this, after the whole PewDiePie controversy in 2017, YouTube, were, were they were grooming Logan Paul and Jake Paul to become the next face of the website. Yeah. And then the Suicide Forest incident happened, and it was the worst PR disaster in YouTube history, and they reluctantly begrudgingly had to sort of let him go and now they're kind of stuck with no face of the website but my problem has always been that you the the suicide forest video should have never been allowed on youtube based on their own terms and terms of service but for some reason there's sort of an elite group of channels 
at the top of the website a lot of TV celebrity type channels and Logan Paul was granted those special privileges where they're seemingly above the law. Do you think that shouldn't be allowed that YouTube can't have favorites at the top? Um, I think that if they ask all of their creators to abide by the same rules, then at the very least, these top channels should have to play by the same rules. So you're saying black and white, like the only, like that. It has to be black and white rules. I agree. I think it should be black and white. I think if you do gray areas, man, that's where you get all this fuckery going on where nobody well, knows yeah, what to do. Well, yeah, then because if you don't enforce them equally, then they become meaningless. Yeah. Because why should I censor myself if Logan Paul can just do whatever yeah, he they wants cherry and still shit. get that's Google preferred problem. ads? Yeah, exactly. That, no, nobody would have a problem with, with Monkey getting deleted if there was black and white rules and he broke this exact rule. The problem is nobody knows what the fuck he did wrong. Well, I was I was taken down for doing an audiobook of a manifesto, but then you go on YouTube and there's thousands of other audiobooks of, of like the Hitler's, same manifesto. all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like they just they they keep it gray on purpose so that they can do whatever they want without a with impunity. Yeah, it's very odd, man. And there's tons of smaller channels that have, you know, even I'm sure I'm lemons and like fucking monkey. You get these too that reach out to you saying their channel's been deleted. You know? Yeah, I replied right. to them, what, what the fuck do you think I can do? I couldn't even save my channel, you stupid retard. And then they don't say anything back. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Well, that's yeah. the harsh truth. It's nuts, yeah, man. It's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Not even PewDiePie can help me. I just tell them, bro, start over. That's all you can do, man. That's all you can yeah. do. Yeah, not even that's PewDiePie all. could help you, right? That's fucking mm-hmm. scary, dude. It's that scary. Sucks. It's scary. Well, so let's talk about this H3 thing. We're going back to Logan Paul and the Flat Earth documentary that ended up being a whole parody. Now, it's fucking awesome. I, I love it. I've only I've only seen what I've seen from your video. Yeah, it's good. So, William, Matt, could you just explain the order of events here, just so yes. I don't mess them up? The order of events is Logan Paul. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shit going on with the KSI fight, all that stuff at the time, right? Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, he was in a lot of bad press because, you know. It seemed like every time he did anything, he was getting in trouble for it, whether he fed his dog cake in a video or whatever. Yes, that was literally something he got in trouble for, feeding his dog cake. Uh, He was always under some shit. Well, finally, it suddenly leaks on, like, the cell phone footage of him running around naked, right, in, like, Colorado, in Denver. And everyone was like, oh, my God, the dude's on drugs. He fucked up. He's an idiot, la, la, la. So instantly I was like, dude, Logan Paul is always making content. Clearly this must be for a video. Didn't know what it was for, though. Then it comes out that he's at a Flat Earth conference, right? And he <laughs> drops the mic in the leaked footage of the Flat Earth contest or conference. Obviously a joke, right? Who the fuck drops a mic at a Flat Earth convention, right? Yeah. Everyone takes it very seriously. Then he comes out with a trailer for a Flat Earth documentary, which he interviews a kid in the trailer and says, why is the Earth flat and not round? And the kid goes, well, if it's round, everybody would fall off the sides of it. And on the back of Logan Paul's interview notes, he has a stick man standing there. Very obviously a joke. And still everybody calls him a fucking idiot and a dumbass, and they <laughs> fall for it. So then it comes out, and it's one of the greatest trick play mockumentaries, and at the end of it, he roasts everybody, saying, like, how 
showing everybody calling him an idiot when he really made this, like, really, truly a masterful video, really funny video. And, um, and it just made everyone look dumb. And probably the, my, my favorite part about it is since it happened, none of these commentators has ever actually owned up or acknowledged that they fell for it, besides maybe Keemstar, of all people, you know? Everyone else has taken it very seriously, like, pretending it doesn't exist or whatever, even though they mocked him the whole way through it. It's very interesting. Yeah, people don't like to admit that they fell for satire. It makes them feel really, really stupid. But it's, the thing is, it's, is it that big of a deal to say, like, yeah, he got me? Have you ever seen anybody on the internet admit, other than maybe Keemstar, that they were uh, fooled by somebody else online? It doesn't really happen that much. It's, people have too much pride on here. It seems so yeah, fucking just a easy bunch to of be big able egos. to do so, though. It just seems so easy. So I just made a video essentially saying, like, like pointing out some hypocrisies over the shit he's gotten in over the past year and saying, like, you know, pointing out how people kind of fell for this whole ruse. And ending it with saying, like, man, if we make fun of this guy for no reason, they're going to keep restricting the site. And, uh, they're, you know, essentially you're a bunch of no fun is essentially what I said. Everybody who hates the guy for the shit he didn't do wrong is just being no fun. <laughs> so essentially what are H3H3 yeah, doing that makes them so much worse? Uh, well, H3H3 had was one of the people bashing Logan he Paul. He was probably and the biggest believing... leader of it all, man. Yeah. He was the, the five million opinion. subs, the biggest leader of kind of leading a hate train towards him, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, but it, I, I don't watch his stuff either. Has he been making content that is, like, just worse than Logan's content then? Or is that the idea of the Well, uh, if you're talking video? about oh, no. the, the his documentary, every, everybody's been making worse stuff if you compare it to the documentary because it was, it was really a fucking awesome video. Uh, but specifically, no, no. Like, specifically, he's been – Bashing Logan, saying how terrible of a dude he is, how he deserves to have no advertisers, how they expect him to have more restrictions thrown on him, right? That he should lose all of his sponsors, all of this stuff, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, of, I don't know, essentially just fucking jokes he's made, right? It's kind of just an agenda at this point. Yeah, it's just, it feels like an agenda, man. But the reason it's so poor with H3H3 acting like acting like Logan Paul is seriously a flat earther and failing to see the satire is because H3H3 built his entire channel off of content satirizing other people the and making satire, comedy videos. Yeah. He's the king of all that stuff, man. He came from the age where that was the most popular stuff on YouTube. Uh, and, and the fact that either either he was just unable or he he probably suspected it was fake but said but attacked Logan anyway for it it just reflects really poorly on him and makes him look like a massive hypocrite as H3H3's downward spiral continues into 2019. You know what, man? I, it's weird because it seems like people kind of have redemption. Like, they they go through phases where they're the good guy and the bad guy. Like, Shane Dawson, like, you know, was a good guy when he first started and then he was hated and now he's loved again, right? And now he might be hated again. I don't know, ever since the whole coming out his cat meme. I don't know. I've it's, never really it's liked hard to follow. Shane Dawson that much. But, like, people hated PewDiePie for a while, too. I feel like just... Right. If you're on YouTube, you kind of just go through, like, an arc where you're a good guy and then you're you're a bad guy. And, you know, it just I'm seems sure. to go on, man. You I, die I a think... hero or live long enough to become the villain and, boy, did I die the hero, yeah. folks. Yeah, you're Bury fucked. Bury me! Yeah. That is shit. <laughs> 
Anyway, I I wanted I to become really a villain like... so fucking bad, and I never got the chance. Fucking <laughs> shit. Honestly, your case is depressing, bro. Yeah. It's so yeah, I, I really feel like this I really whole feel topic. Like public opinion, though. Amp, amp. Let me, let me. You know what? Is this becoming you know dated what? right now. Do, do we have to start screaming? We do. This is fucking <laughs> bullshit. You, Willie Mac, I get it. You want to stand up for the YouTubers. You say, you know what, YouTube? You need to be more fair. You need to give more ads to the people. You know what I say? Fuck it. I hope YouTube gets worse. I hope every single creator gets fucked over and that this website burns to the fucking ground because I fucking hate YouTube. I don't... I hate this website so fucking much. I can't wait until a new one pops up and all these people who keep bitching about getting fucked over, they go to a different fucking website. Go to Vimeo. Go to fucking Vanilla. I don't give a shit. And you don't like YouTube fucking leave. Let's all leave and go somewhere the fuck else. Uh, dude, tell, well, tell me you how you really feel, to go to Vanilla. Yeah, you just you want just everyone want to, to go to, to monkeytv.com or whatever. Yeah, everybody yeah. should go to monkeyjones.tv instead. It's a better website. How much is it to upload to monkeytv.com? It's free for me. <laughs> <That's fucking laughs> great. Nobody else is allowed. It's a very uh, private service. <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> but no, I, I genuinely hope uh, YouTube just burns to the ground. The downward spiral. Just let it fucking go. And let's uh, let the free market decide. Let's get a new website going that actually treats people the right way. Why are we letting this monopoly control our lives wow. and With our Article money? 13 and how YouTube has never really made money, there will never be another YouTube, man. Yeah, well, I think all the regulation is just sort of inevitable where when a website becomes so big and becomes so pervasive to the public sphere, it's bound to get regulated. It's bound to have all these public controversies that they have to snuff out before it starts. That's just playing the game. It happens to every single entertainment platform that gets big. It inevitably gets monetized and then regulated and restricted. Dude, but here's no, the just problem like I have, bro, is... It's getting monetized and restricted by itself. It's not being monetized and restricted by a government, you know? It's just itself doing it. And I have said in, before that YouTube is pretty cowardly when it comes to this kind of stuff, where they they have so much leverage that they're not using because for some reason they just fear random millennial blogger, blue checkmark guy on Twitter Dude, writing fucking a Matt bad Watson. article about them. We had that... Matt Watson, a fucking ginger... Change the face of this site, bro. Dude, he was possibly an industry plant. What the? Uh, <laughs> Seriously? You think so? Well, there's no um, fucking way, dude. You don't send no, a ginger to be your in industry <laughs> plant. No fucking offense to the gingers out no, there, well, but no, he his red hair is drawing people into the thumbnail because everyone <laughs> knows that's just thumbnail design oh, 101. Shit. Well. Actually, I talked with an internet historian about this one time where, um, at least for television, advertising companies tend to renegotiate their rates uh, at the end of quarter one, which comes down to around February. And if you look at the PewDiePie documentary, it happened at, or not the PewDiePie documentary, oh, the, the PewDiePie controversy. Stuff. Yeah. The, that happened at the end of February, where seemingly this, and Matt Watson it, it, it seemed kind of weird because YouTube was very edgy at that point and there were so many things that all these media companies could have picked up on and yeah. if we delve deeper into conspiracy corner here the matt watson video this guy who no one's ever heard of who was apparently had this channel with like less than 600 subscribers all of a sudden he gets this video that gets huge 
amount of attention from seemingly out of nowhere and all these big mainstream companies pick up on it and then all of a sudden oh disney and at&t and nestle these few specific companies they decide to pull their ads which is really just bullshit because they all come breaking my they all come back eventually and well at least I suspect it may he may have just been a plant where okay and put on take, YouTube. You need to take off the tinfoil hat. People aren't that smart. That's the thing, dude. People aren't that fucking smart and secretive. That's the problem. No, yeah, I, I, have. I think I think Emp is uh, he's really grasping at straws with this one. I think it was a, an organic, natural thing. It wasn't some plant from a corporation trying I to get lower ad rates. I think it's that easy to get YouTube to do shit. I think it's that easy in 2019. It, it was just a guy who was looking up fucking teenage girl bikini porn, and then he stumbled across a bunch of weird shit, and then he made a video about it, and then, and then, he then Reddit claims, blew it up. He claims he doesn't fucking jerk off. He's like, I just like to watch. I don't jerk off. He, I'm like, dude, you know. are such a fucking weird dude. And honestly... It disturbs me more that you don't jerk off, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, it disturbs me more that you don't fucking jerk yeah, off. Good point. Yeah. The detail I find odd is that YouTubers have been making videos about these issues for years and they never get any attention, but all of a sudden this random Joe Smo does it and he's getting because reported on by every article. none of the other YouTubers article. said, go after the advertisers. He specifically said, tweet at all the advertisers to do this. Which is a completely illogical solution. No, it hasn't fixed anything. Nobody who's a fucking pedophile is like, oh, I'm no longer going to watch this video of this girl because uh, because there's no longer ads on it. Nobody has ever fucking done that. Oh, it's so dumb, dude. Oh, I I, that's why I stopped jerking so off on YouTube mad. when they took away the ads. I thought dude, you know, nobody's like Matt, monetarily you meant red from this. tube. Why would bro. I even jerk off? You meant red tube, not YouTube. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, dog. But anyway, that's just a theory. A conspiracy oh, theory. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh, man. I anyway, just don't um, think YouTube's that smart, man. That's my only problem with it. I just think it... Well, it's not YouTube that's being conniving in that case. It's the big advertising companies. It kind of is, though, because YouTube reacts to everything nowadays. We're back in the day. They just said it's not our fault. It's not what we do. Oh, yeah, YouTube is just we'll look into it. chicken now. Yeah. They've kind of YouTube stood up during this. Cock. They've kind of stood up during this Article 13 stuff, which is interesting, and I'm interested. Well, they're only doing that because it's going to hurt their bottom line. They don't actually give a fuck about freedom of speech or any of that shit. They don't care yeah, about. Yeah, YouTube memes. actually cared about fair use. They would have done something about it yeah, a they don't long give time a ago. Fuck. And they would have done something about literal fake music companies stealing money from actual musicians. Oh, how, did you hear PewDiePie's videos getting stolen? His co- congratulations. <laughs> They have people claiming his congratulations song, even though he made the song with a band. Dude, Mr. Beast had problems with that too. Just literally the largest creators on the website. Yeah, at least twenty those million who plus creators. Yeah, those who don't fall in line with YouTube, and that's another thing about H three H three. So I think I can pinpoint the exact point where H three H 3s downward spiral began. So this was shortly after the lawsuit, and a lot of people like to blame the fair use lawsuit as something that kind of killed H three H three. Where it makes sense, where he had to sink a ton of financial stuff. And I still respect him heavily for going through with that. Yeah, of course. But afterwards, he just became, he's just such a shill. I mean, he What do you mean built by his that, entire... what's the What's the example where you're saying he's a shill? He built his entire channel on being outspoken. And like every few months or so, he'd make a video saying, all right, this YouTube policy is whack. What the fuck is YouTube doing here? I disagree with this. And then one day, I think it was either in beginning of 2018 or the end of 2017 sometime around there he got invited 
on the YouTube Creator Insider channel. And ever since that point, it's almost as if they brainwashed him, where he hardly says anything negative about YouTube anymore. And I don't know. It just seems like they, there's there's a certain side of YouTube where with where people are in bed with YouTube, and it's sort of the YouTube Rewind friendly side. All those people you see getting invited on YouTube Rewind and getting invited to be a featured creator at VidCon, those are the people who are sort of playing ball. You know where I YouTube. where I think it happened is uh, H3H3 was very outspoken during the PewDiePie Wall Street Journal thing, remember? In fact, he yeah. even had a video where he looked really bad because he, he kind of found like a false reason to go after the Wall Street Journal, which turned out to be wrong. Do you remember that? I remember that. Yes. And it's actually a deleted video. I'm sure you guys could find it out if you just look up PewDiePie or you look up Ethan Wall Street Journal deleted video. Anyway, he went ahead and, uh, you know, he ha- ha- took a strong stance and then PewDiePie said the N-word on, on a live stream. And oh, then yeah. it seemed that, like ever since summer. then, he's sort of been very, yo, we have to be very careful on this website and. I think that sort of fell in line with around the time he went to that creator invention. So probably it's a little bit of both, where he just he got to see the, the perspective. He of that, turned but on he, PewDiePie. He turned on PewDiePie, man. You know. And then there were the first the first podcast we uploaded to this channel about H three. It was about uh, just yet another time where he seemingly made PewDiePie his enemy for no reason. And then all of a sudden, two months after that, he's buddy buddy with PewDiePie. Yet again, and it just seems so disingenuous where he, he his priorities have shifted beyond just helping the greater YouTube community and being sort of the voice of reason. It's odd because about three years ago, he was like a total god on this website. He was untouchable. Well, that's yeah. why so many people love and respect him. It's because he crafted this image of himself where he was sticking up for the little guy. He represented what you could be if you put in the time and dedication and effort to become a YouTuber and he got there. And that was, I I always argue with Rusty about this. That was his biggest appeal. He's just a regular Joe, but he's also a big channel. And what do you argue with Rusty about? I don't get what do you argue with him about? Um, Rusty argues that H3 got popular just because his videos were the comedy of his videos were very entertaining, but I disagree. I think the appeal of H3H3 comes from... Yeah, that he was an ugly sort of dude with a gun. Yeah, I agree. He, he, he was raised from basically nothing just through this huge grassroots movement, and then he stood up for YouTube and went through an entire lawsuit and set a legal precedent for fair use. But now it just seems like he doesn't talk about YouTube anymore. He doesn't criticize YouTube. He doesn't really associate with the same community he used to. He is really just kind of reaching out towards Hollywood people and celebrities. On yeah, he his doesn't invite small creators onto his show. Yeah. It is only big guys or guys he's had connections with. Yeah. And it just seems like, and I began to notice this term just right after he showed up on that YouTube Creator Insider video. He went to YouTube headquarters or something and hit it off with them. And I don't know, maybe they brainwashed him. They took him into the hyperbaric chamber <laughs> or they cloned him and replaced him with Shill Ethan. But 
ever since he showed up on that channel, um, it's just he's not been the same. So how many years until you guys become the bad guys? Oh, I, I oh. can't. I'll get deleted over and over again yeah, before. I, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I can't victimize anybody until I'm done being the victim. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Makes sense. What about you, Lemons? When you... I know. I have to complain about behind the meme for the third time. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> when he went ahead and he made that video saying how he was, like, basically uploaded a suicide video, that was fucking Ugh. bizarre. That was one of the craziest things I've ever fucking seen on YouTube. Dude, but that literally solidified in my mind that he's innocent because he's just so incompetent and has so little self-awareness in uploading that video just honestly i think i realizing... i think he's got like autism or some shit bro he's got to have a something. guy obsessed with memes might have autism oh and plevin you might want to get tested <laughs> well it's just man it's so bad on that dude's part to do something like uh, that man i just think it's just a he's just a real naive goofball i was worried about him i really was i fell for that shit I, I don't think I, I don't think I told anyone about this. But after that whole thing, Anthony Fantano messaged me actually, and those of you who remember your YouTube meme drama, that's the whole thing that started. Yeah, yeah. The behind the meme drama. It was Anthony and Fantano? I do remember that. He actually messaged me after that whole fake suicide shit went down, and he was like, "Oh yeah, behind the meme, that kid's like a total goofball, where he he's really just so naive and innocent, and he has such little self awareness that." He's actually just unironically doing this stuff, and there's no evil ulterior motive. There's which something is something respectable was, and unlikable about that, though. You made a great it, video. It was, it was what uh, was under. I was under the impression that he was just kind of cashing in on memes because he wanted to make money under my behind the meme video. But now I've completely realized that that's wrong, and he's just he's just kind of a goober. He's <laughs> just yeah, honestly. I don't know, man. It's hard for me to believe that people could be that unself-aware, but then you look at the history of YouTube and it's just repeated acts of that, you know? Honestly, yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe one day I have something where I'm that fucking horribly self-aware. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, well, you Will, don't know, though, right? Willie, I've got a question for you. Are you, uh, by any chance, a big fan of uh, Tommy C? Oh, dude, I've known that guy for fucking ever, bro. Yeah, it sounds like you might be his younger brother. What? Come on. You guys, you guys sound exactly the same. Dude, he grew up in, like, fucking New York. I grew up in, like, the suburbs of Chicago. So, yeah, you're right. We're both assholes raised around a bunch of Italians. <laughs> but we are in no way the same shit, dog. <laughs> I, I, I hear him in your voice. I think it's, like, the same level of mania. Dude, that guy's been, like, my dad on YouTube where every time anyone hits me up ever, whether it's Logan Paul or PewDiePie or whatever, he'll just suddenly, I'll get a DM from him being like, so be careful around that guy. No. <laughs> hey, hey, be safe. That's all he says. Like, just, just one little thing. But I'm like, oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah, he's he's literally going to fly to my house and play my dad in a video one of these days. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, he's going to play my dad in a domestic oh, abuse awesome. video. Honestly, man, I, I have... He's, that dude has looked out for me like crazy. I think he's awesome. I, yeah, like, he I'm, saved I'm, my I'm, channel the first time it got taken down. Yeah, I've been in line with, like, him, Turkey Tom, Wavy Web Surf, Wang, all those guys for a long time. That's, like, my core group. I wouldn't trust Wang. I don't like that guy. <laughs> and he came to my live show and he gave me a mean look. Dude, that was one of the funniest things was like the pictures from all of that shit. I was like, damn, I wish I went, dude. That seems awesome. Yeah. Scary guy. Yeah. Dude, his mustache is the best part. Yeah. We did a podcast with him like a while back, uh, I think with like Wavy. And I was like, dude, 
Are you ever going to, you can't shave the mustache now. Cause that's like your whole branding. And he's like, dude, I'm stuck with this forever, man. <laughs> it's how he gets yeah. all those matches on Tinder. Hell yeah. Honestly. Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of Wang, he, act, that's actually how I found your video, Willie Mac. Cause I follow him. And then oh, one of the later tweeters. he, he posted this very interesting tweet where he said that in five years, we're going to view Logan Paul the same way we view PewDiePie now. I agree. I remember that and tweet. I totally 100% agree. Logan Paul literally quote tweeted it, which is very interesting. Oh, did because, he? Because, yeah, what it makes you wonder, how much does Logan Paul actually lurk? Because a lot of people think the Paul brothers are dumb, but I disagree. I think they're very intelligent Dude, people they're millionaires, in man. terms of, of course marketing smart. and business. It's so dumb and... when people say that they're millionaires, man. Of course they're smart. To some degree, whether how self-aware they are is a question, right? Right. But they but know what the they're fact doing. That, the fact that he's finding your video and I don't know how many views your video had before. Dude, it had, Logan it Paul had two and a half thousand. So nothing. The fact that you can take a video like that and Logan Paul somehow sees it. It shows it. it, it it's a sign to me that. He probably lurks a lot more than a lot of people tend to think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what, man? I don't know. It's like... I think you go through phases on YouTube where, you know, you think you're as yourself as like this big giant deal, especially when you're blowing up, right? And you're getting all these subs, making all this money, selling all this merchandise, right? And mm-hmm. then, you're, you know, Pewdie just I use him, PewDiePie, and Shane Dawson. could all fall under this, right? And then you reach a point where you're sort of like at a, at a, you know, you start off YouTube and you're at an unironic phase. And now you're at a post-ironic phase where it's like, you can now see yourself as a joke and see yourself for, for what you yeah, are. Once you have all the money and all the fans and all the and, subscribers. And you've already and gone through the shit and like why people didn't like you and you were able to learn, you know, all these guys are still so young. You know, we forget about There comes that. a point where you get so, you get big enough and popular enough and wealthy enough where the only thing that starts to matter is respect. Exactly. And I think they they will reach that point. I don't know they, but but Logan, I think, will eventually reach that point. I think Wang, like, as funny as that tweet is, like, it's funny because there's some truth in it. No, I, th- you know? I think it's actually very true. And I think the turn has literally begun with this e- recent Flat Earth documentary and just responding to guys like you guys like Wang and you, Willie Mac, where you're just, you're not big A-list YouTube approved YouTubers. You're just kind of little guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going out and actually interacting. And actually like months ago, he, uh, he actually encouraged people to go sub to PewDiePie. So the Logan Paul face turn, which is a wrestling term where he's basically, he's slowly becoming a, a good guy. Even though at one point he was one of the most hated people on the website, oh, it still argues. It still is for many people, yeah. but at least as, as as sort of the more the top of the site, more the self aware people who are really involved with commentary. I think Logan Paul is really starting to sway some people. He certainly swayed me. I definitely have a much better opinion of him now than I did back in 2018. I think he's changed a lot, man. Um... I have to say, I talked to PewDiePie in DMs, and I've talked to Logan Paul in DMs. As awesome and super nice as PewDiePie is, 
Logan Paul is way more interactive and way more fun and way more funny. Like, he's not just writing you like an okay or whatever. Like, the dude actively knows what I'm doing. He's... The dude is one of the coolest... I think he... I think the dude's a douche, for sure, right? Which I, I'm okay with, because I'm sort of a douche to a degree, right? We all got a little bit of douchiness in us. But, uh... I think the dude really is, like, a friendly dude. And I think he's switching to, like, uh... I think he's changed a lot over the past couple years. You know? Right. Especially as a content creator and as far as, you know, how he wants himself to be viewed. You can only earn so much money, you know? Yeah, it's very interesting how we may be witnessing right now the beginning of the Logan Paul redemption arc. Where PewDiePie was at one point the most hated person on YouTube. I remember that. Even though... Are you, and of course, Logan Paul has done much worse stuff than PewDiePie did just when he screamed <laughs> during Let's Plays. Yeah, he never, I don't think but, PewDiePie ever found an actual dead body and then performed a Let's Play puppet show around the dead body. And that's, <laughs> and that's, I don't think he ever and that's did definitely that. one thing. That's definitely one thing I think PewDiePie has that Logan Paul doesn't is PewDiePie was pretty much literally a nobody before YouTube, but Logan Paul was popular through disney channel and he was, was one he of those on disney, disney i wasn't channel. sure what made him what how he, i'm not sure his origin i believe he and his brother were one of the disney channel actors of the okay. 2000s and so that's something that he can never have he can never have that truly grassroots feel and he'll always sort of have that well you started off as just a teen celebrity yeah. but still though do you think the age of the independent Creator is down? Mm, I'm not sure. I think that Logan Paul's audience... Hot take. Let's, see, let's hear this. No, seriously. YouTube's changing. You now have T-Series taking over. If you look at all the following channels, all of them up until 38 million, 38 million is the next guy, and he hasn't uploaded in two years. Right? His name's Ola Soy German. Right? Oh, yeah. Is, is in, the he's the next Spanish independent guy. Right? And hasn't uploaded yeah. in forever. Do you think the independent creator is dying? Um, I think it's taken a different shape where I don't know to what extent because like am I I'm basically saying channels. is me am I right now getting just under the door before it closes? Um in 3 years do you think this is still very much going to be a thing where the next I think YouTube is continuing to grow to an incredible extent and there are huge markets that have been untapped in both age group and geography yeah but i i don't think you can look at the top 10 youtube channels the same way you could five years ago because most a lot of the top 10 channels if you don't count celebrities or um music videos channels um a lot of the top 10 channels are toy channels or slime channels or channels literally um true that bothers me Yes, if you look at the list of the top channels, the highest rising channels besides like T series are toy channels. Oh, that bothers like me Ryan's so toy much. reviews. <laughs> Getting fucking angry. Well, <laughs> it does. It does. It, it it does bother you at at a glance, but you have to realize that this is not an aspect of what is good and what is respected on YouTube. This is an aspect of the changing demographics of YouTube, where we're reaching a point where the population of YouTube is very bottom heavy. Where when I was growing up, people just kind of went on YouTube. 
very casually. We grew up, I feel like, during the same age. When you look at YouTube, you look at it exactly the same wage as I grew up viewing it, I feel. Right, but it's obvious that back in 2006, 2007, 2008, there were much fewer people using the website. And YouTube was just something that you hung out with friends maybe like once a month and just looked at some YouTube videos. Now, the role of the site has completely changed. We're literal toddlers and I saw like an 18-month-old at Ikea just glued to an iPad watching YouTube kids. The role of the website has completely changed where YouTube in many ways has become what television was where people just sit in front of it and watch and watch and watch and watch. And it's not as common with older people, but that generation of kids coming up right now that's the reason these toy channels are getting so big yeah. is because these it. kids treat YouTube differently than we do or than most people our age do. But those kids are going to get older and eventually the scale is going to tip towards more mature content once again. Oh, so you're saying like we could have like a renaissance here. Yeah. This is, well, this is just the, this is just the new market. Currently, these kids, the the late Zoomers, or maybe the beginning of the next generation. The turkey toms of the world are fucking watching all these toy review channels. Goddamn. <laughs> and I have the opposite down. take. I think you're completely wrong. I think YouTube knows that the money is in uh, only promoting corporations, only promoting uh, Jimmy Kimmel and all that. And the independent creator, they're done. If you, if you didn't start last Dude, year, I, you don't stand I... a fucking chance. I agree, man. Honestly, I, I agree. I'm just because, man, like, man, dude, my generation grew up with that. We're all fucking 20. All my, all my buddies, we only ever watch YouTube. My girlfriend only watches YouTube and, like, family vloggers and shit like that, right? My dad, he only watches fishing channels and stuff like that. You know, it's like I get you to a degree with what you're saying. But, man, YouTube is no longer in, like, this emphasis stage. It's like... Since 2011, 2012, it's pretty much been what it is. But that that's where I disagree because... The front page is channels, only Jimmy Kimmel and stuff. It's not like Well, it's, I think all these channels, the Jimmy Kimmels and the Ellens, it, it's inherently unsustainable on a long-term basis because these guys left TV to come to YouTube because they feel a need to have more relevance with younger viewers. They're not leaving because, shit. They're just posting clips yeah, they're from just their posting. TV they show. They haven't left, dude. No, but I'm talking about eventually television is going to be gradually phased out by YouTube. It's inevitable. I know, I don't people think don't so. want to pay te- people don't want to pay a cable subscription. Monkey, you say I don't know, but do you think cable this... will survive forever? There's no way, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. There's no way. Well, it will gra- the the pool of people paying for cable will gradually diminish. Cable will until... outlive all three of us. I fucking guarantee dude, you. Dude, dude, you know what I think? I think Xfinity, Comcast, AT&T, all these platforms will go ahead. Or not not necessarily those platforms, but I'll say like Fox, whatever. They'll all eventually start essentially their own YouTubes and you got to play for their own subscriptions on their websites. Uh, that has already happened. Shows, stuff I mean, like that. C- CBS already like did that. It's, Netflix, Hulu, it's all already happened. It's only going to be a more expansive version of that and it's eventually going to be where it's like essentially they'll have their own YouTubes. That's what I like. That's what I think could possibly happen. But what I'm trying to say is that all these big celebrities, they're establishing themselves on YouTube because they know and the big TV executives know that YouTube is the future. It's a free website 
where you can basically watch any sort of niche content you want that appeals to your specific taste instead of this just really generalized content on television where you have very limited choice. And it keeps you relevant. Keeps you relevant. But what I'm saying in terms of the population demographics of YouTube is I'm sure all of us grew up watching TV or watching VHS tapes or watching DVDs on television, but the kids growing up now, they're on YouTube. Now, I'm sure nobody here goes back to reading newspapers. People don't tend to go back to older media unless it's some some kind of novelty thing, like how Vaporwave got really popular like three years ago. But nobody, nobody watches VHS tapes anymore. Yep. And these kids growing I think up. The, the lunacy of what you're saying here is that 10 years from now, YouTube is going to be putting guys like you and me in the trending tab and telling Jimmy Kimmel to fuck off. That is crazy. That's not, no, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that these kids, this generation, the, the YouTube generation who have not had access to DV and have spent their entire lives, the only entertainment they know is from YouTube, they will grow up and eventually they will seek out more content. YouTube will, will always be play able, favorites. Will they, and they be able have... to see us is what we're asking, dude. Yeah, they're going to go to the trending saying, tab and see Jimmy Kimmel. Are they just Kimmel? seeing the same shit we've seen on TV essentially so. on YouTube? That's all we're M- saying. M- is, you can post a video tomorrow that us? gets 10 million views and it would not hit the trending tab. The number PewDiePie one trending would have 3 million views. 50 million view video. 30 million, my bad. In three days, 30, not on trending. What the yeah. fuck is up with that, dude? You're crazy. Well, I think you guys are you guys are greatly overestimating the amount which the trending tab and kind of the front page of YouTube plays into actual popular videos. YouTube puts shit on the trending tab, like they put up shit from C-SPAN of like some congressional stuff, and those videos don't get more than forty thousand views. I really don't think people go to the trending tab to consume content. Rather, they search out their own interests, and then eventually the algorithm delivers them stuff that they are interested in seeing. And my videos actually have been getting a lot of views. They've been getting almost as many views like since before I quit making YTPs. And I really just think that's going to keep growing because these kids are going to grow up. And I'm sure all of us started started out on YouTube watching the most basic shit. But eventually you get bored of that and you want to seek out more advanced stuff. And that's exactly what's going to happen to this population. It's not going to be all of them. And yeah, YouTube is always going to have their sort of corporate shield of stuff and their cronies and whoever um, whoever they want just to appease advertisers to make them appear family-friendly on the surface level. But YouTube is always going to have this underbelly of people making really niche and interesting content. Do you think it'll be and YouTube in 10 years? Do you think it's still YouTube? Or do you think, some, do you think, it's still or do you think there's going to be think, all these other brands? That, that'll, that I actually think always... that YouTube... I don't know if the name's going to stay the same, but they've established such a big brand now that it would be kind of foolish to change But I'm saying, like, now you have internet being more and more popular, right? What if the – this is a terrible example, right? But it's the first to come to my head. Uh, The NFL Network opens their own thing, and you can now upload sports commentary to it. So now it's this whole branch of of YouTube, essentially, but only for sports. Do you think think it'll spread out like that eventually in the future? Because because, – I follow like a lot of NASCAR channels. It's a very uh, it's a very niche medium. Not a lot of people watch it, but YouTubers, just literal people in their bedrooms recording videos talking about NASCAR, 
a lot of those guys are actually carrying quite a bit of influence in sort of the NASCAR sure, community yeah. where I actually got invited on the NASCAR weekly podcast. That's I was going to go on, hilarious, I had a, dude. <laughs> I, had a schedu- I had a scheduling conflict, so I couldn't go on oh, there. That would have been dope but still up. though, it's just like these four guys that are just regular YouTubers talking about NASCAR and they get like actual NASCAR drivers and actual NASCAR journalists on the show. Oh, that's what makes this website so fucking good. So I'm saying that independent YouTubers, regardless of what you guys think about how YouTube plays favorites, they are going to have sway. Because YouTubers offer something that television can't offer, and that's a very personal connection. A very personalized... I agree, man. Um, Honestly, that I connection to the audience. I have a video coming out just about the same thing. Yeah, it's it's such a you can connect with the YouTuber the way you can't connect with anybody else. You know, if uh, you say what you want, you could watch all the Tom Cruise movies in the world. You have no idea what Tom Cruise is like. You know, whereas YouTube, and that's valuable. You know, exactly yeah. I think you guys are approaching this from the wrong people. perspective. I, here. Do you know what I You're... I do think though? I think before you go, monkey, real quick, I picture. YouTube not having a monopoly on this in the future. Like, I do picture the NFL coming out with their sports thing, or ESPN, where it's essentially only people talking about sports or doing sports parodies. I picture all of these networks sort of having their own thing where creators could drive towards, because I think people see that that people want to see individual takes on things. They don't want to see the same corporate shit over and over and over again. Yeah, they, people enjoy outspokenness. They enjoy honesty. Yeah. And that's ultimately the one thing YouTube can offer that so many other streaming services cannot. Yeah, but you guys are living in la-la land here. You guys got the most optimistic outlook on the future <laughs> of YouTube. You're saying, oh, yeah, it'll work this way Hold because on, so that's the way it should. Are you saying the pessimistic view is coming from no, the guy who's been absolutely wiped no, off the face of the The pessimistic view <laughs> is the realistic one. You guys are living in a, in a fantasy world. I'm, I'm here. It actually happened to me. I know the reality of the situation. You think YouTube is going to make a choice ever in the future or in its history ever YouTube will make a choice that benefits the independent creator you are fucking retarded if you think that no, never no. never they're going to push the corporate shit as hard as they fucking can and no, no matter how hard the millions of kids growing up on YouTube try to fight against that it doesn't fucking matter YouTube will just delete everything that's not corporate they don't give a fuck they don't I don't, I don't think thing, that, Monkey. but I think there will be another place to go in the future. Right yeah, now, there isn't. Yeah, well, in the I, future, I thought we were talking I about YouTube here. No, yeah. no, you're 100%. Right now, it's fucked, and it'll be fucked for a lot of years. But I think in 10, 15 years, there will be another PewDiePie place for a guy to like you to go. YouTube. PewDiePieTube.com. Let's make it. <laughs> PewTubes. That's all PewTube. you need. Monkey, the thing is, though, that YouTubers can get popular in spite of YouTube. Like, no, the most popular YouTubers and the most respected YouTubers are in their place. Not because they kissed YouTube's ass, but because they stood on their own and they didn't need YouTube's help. Yeah, what year did they start, man? The what year did they start? Oh, shit. Wasn't in tw- well, it wasn't know. in 2018. It's 2014, 2013, Well, that remains to be seen, Mumpke. Yeah. yeah I'd I'd say... Fuck you, Mumpke. I'm going to be a fucking huge YouTuber, bro. <laughs> Nothing's oh, stopping okay. me, dog. I swear to fucking God, I will. <laughs> I will. Okay, if Turkey Tom, a fucking 15-year-old kid, and he's like 17 now, but... He can just literally make videos calling out random YouTubers and then Keemstar responds to him. And now he's got almost 100,000 subscribers. Mumpy, you can't tell me that it's 
really still difficult alive to today. grow on YouTube. It's still alive today. How many There's a Turkey Thomas videos have you seen in the trending tab? But t- the trending but monkey, tab doesn't that's dictate irrelevant, stuff, though. though. That's what we're saying. I, I think it does. It's, so it's what you The trending tab is a direct insight into what YouTube wants to be popular on their website. They don't give a fuck about us. But no, no, they they 100% do. They care about the viewers though. You're right, not the creator, but the viewer. If the, they want the viewer to stay on the site for as long as they possibly can, this was the problem with the pedophile stuff. Is that the people started watching creepy videos, so the algorithm was so fucking good that they started offering them creepy videos to watch. Yeah, YouTube wants people to watch stuff that is safe and advertiser friendly, which is why they're tying in with this corporate shit. They oh, they wanted to groom Logan Paul, and then he does he does this uh, suicide forest shit. They can't trust the independent creator. They have to make deals with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and all this bullshit because they know it's advertiser friendly. You're not 100% wrong. I don't think I would, I buy into the fear a little bit for sure. But Mupki, channels can get big on YouTube without buying into the whole corporate shtick. Pewdie, the whole sub to PewDiePie movement, PewDiePie has been disowned by YouTube ever since the uh, the 2017. Hey, Amp, what year did he Wall fucking start? Yeah, I'm saying no, no, it's no. too late. But, but it's hold too on, let's use, for yeah, anybody use new. me as, use me as an example. One subtweet from Logan Paul was enough to get my video stuck at like 2,000, 3,000 views to now it's at 67,000 views. Yeah, Mumkey, don't be bitter One just because YouTube tweet. randomly destroyed yeah, your Yeah, don't be bitter that your whole livelihood is fucking wiped to pieces <laughs> and that you're basically just like a roaming soul. Honestly, yeah, bro, I feel so bad for you, Loki. You got, you got still donate to your Patreon, by the way, bro. No, no. Here, here's the thing: you get subtweeted by one of the biggest creators on the website, and you yeah. admitted you're still not making any fucking money. No, I YouTube haven't made is a not going to help you. They're not going to do a goddamn penny. thing to help your career. They're not going to give you fucking money. They're not going to give you good ads. Oh, yeah, well, I, I have faith in the algorithm, and I have faith in Montezan himself. Oh, I don't have, I don't have to faith deliver in my shit, videos I don't, to the eyeballs. Honestly, Pewdie, honestly, PewDiePie man, talked about my channel for three full fucking minutes in one of his videos. Biggest guy on the platform. It didn't do a fucking thing for me. It, it wasn't like it, it was like PewDiePie at the peak of his career, too, dude. It's not like PewDiePie, <laughs> like, stuck at 50 mil or some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know. I'm split on it, man. I think it's still here. I just think the door is closing rapidly on it. I think Um, having any faith at all in YouTube making their platform better for independent creators is absurdity. I agree, but I I do think there will be more competition opened up in the next 15 years. I I don't. Yeah, I don't have faith in YouTube to make good decisions. But I do you think it'll get better or worse? But this is just this is just what I've seen though, where all these channels that would have. Like I, I know what content tends to do on the site. I've just been just addicted to YouTube for so long. I kind of have a general feel for what stuff should do. And it, just in general, views have gone way up for niche content. There's yeah. no other explanation. It's just Dude, these channels right. that I've been following where they used to be, they used to be like this really rare thing where it's like, this is so weird. This is so bizarre. This is so esoteric. I, I look at them now, and they're just getting tons of views. And I don't buy that the door is closed, Monkey, where you had to start early in order to have a chance. I was just mired in kind of mediocrity after I sort of stopped doing YouTube poops full time. And I was just stuck in like within the same 10,000 subscriber gap for almost a year. And then I made my Behind the Meme video, and I got like plus 25,000. And then I made my... Donald Trump video, and I got plus twenty five thousand. Oh, and so that launched you? I didn't know that. So I thought I found you on your comeback. 
Hmm. That uh, that behind the meme video, I didn't realize you were kind of stuck before that. I'd argue that the opportunity on YouTube has almost never been greater simply because of the way of how the algorithm and sort of the machine learning has improved over the years well, to the opportunity really for send what, you videos Am? that you like. Yeah, the, the opportunity, opportunity for, for what? what? The, we have three adpocalypses going on right now. Like It's not opportunity to make money from the website. Well, Mupke, you're making fucking $5,000 a month on Patreon. Obviously, there's, there's other ways to make money. You can sell merch. You can open a Patreon. You can do all sorts of things. You can stream it's on Twitch true, and man. get donations. There's reports that say, like, some of these guys make X amount of thousands of dollars a month just from selling merch. You don't have to buy you know, Wavy, into YouTube Wavy, 100%. Wavy makes no ads on YouTube or makes no money off of ads on YouTube, but he makes $12,000 from sponsors a month. Right. There's... And that's and he's another only thing. got a more quarter million subscribers. It's not like he's got some ridiculous amount of subscribers or anything. You know? All these companies, Dollar Shave Clubs, the NordVPNs, they're all fucking smart because they know that eventually the most effective way and the most cost-effective way to advertise would be to do just to do video direct with YouTubers. So that's going to be a revenue stream. I follow a bunch of sports YouTubers and they can't make ad revenue because all their video their gets, gets claimed. copyright claimed yeah. because of the sports broadcast, but they're able to sustain themselves because SeatGeek advertises on all of them. Yeah, like the urinating tree and all that shit. Yeah, this, but this is the opportunity I'm talking about, Mufki. You don't. We, we Dude, live he's in got a, a point. Sort of a Can post... you not acknowledge that what he's saying? Well, though? he has. Do you yeah. not see well, what he's saying, bro? I have no faith in YouTube to make good decisions, but it's just so in terms of That's the, problem, the people man. on the site. And the audience watching, I'd actually argue that the grass has never been greener. Dude, no, I disagree, man. The fact that that censorship is so abrupt on the the platform and there's no way to earn your way back onto it. No, that is That is a serious problem. And it has changed content on YouTube severely, severely. H3H3 doesn't swear anymore. He stopped making videos ever since that Pepsi video he uploaded because it didn't make any money. And he's open with saying that. And, uh, but content is always changing, I feel. It's, I'm saying where... it's been dramatically for the worse because of all of that shit. Where you have people now censoring themselves because of that. You could argue the same thing for the algorithm change in 2012 where it used to be you could make money off of really dense, high-quality, short videos. And that got completely wiped out and phased it out and replaced with It didn't censor people from saying stuff, it, You're right. It that changed the media and what shit could be said. But it didn't change what people could say. Well, Emp, I want to I want to put my money where your mouth is. How about we make a? I'll, I'll make a ten thousand dollar bet with you. If Jesus I, fucking If you Christ. win, I'll give you the money. If uh, if I win, you don't have to give me anything. There's no risk to you, Emp. If you if, if you think the grass is so fucking green, I want you to make a new channel. Do a voice modulator. Nobody knows it's you. You're not allowed to ever acknowledge it. Never tweet it out. Never link to it. If you can get to fifty thousand subs within a year on this new channel you make. I'll give you ten fucking grand. You'll never do it because it's fucking impossible. I don't know. Is that though? Is it impossible, bro, dog? I don't think it is, oh, man. Amp would not be uh, able no, to no. do it. We are in a group. No, I we're think it relies a, on chance. We are in a group a chat bit. called the NCO, right? 
Everybody's a fucking nobody in there at the beginning of two years ago. Several of those channels are well over 100,000 and well on their way yeah, to like a million. The right, the right opinion the right is becoming a huge James channel. James Marriott, all of these fucking people, dude. You saying that it's impossible nowadays is totally 100% fucking wrong. Well, I want to see Emp do it because it's so easy for him to say it's so grass no, is so green. When easy. he has 400,000 subs, he's sitting up it's on this possible. fucking pillar up on his throne saying, oh, peasants, it's look how easy it I'm is to sit so, up so here. So, Monkey, are you, saying that, are you saying that I'm fucked? Let's see. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. You seriously think so? You got a shout out from one of the biggest channels and you gained what, like a thousand subs? Yeah, you're right. Hardly no, entered, but it was but just a subtweet. But small gains, small yeah. gains lead to much greater gains. I now got a video on. in the algorithm, it's, baby. It's not going to be instantaneous, Monkey. And a lot of this stuff takes years. It took me seven years to get to 100,000 subscribers. Yeah, you weren't an easy, you weren't an easy growth now, either, were you, man? Well, and now I've got 100,000 in the past year. Things speed up, but you have to put in the time and the dedication. I don't buy that. Um, yeah, there's some people that get screwed and ripped off, but eventually, as long as you're consistent and you don't sell out, I have faith that your day will come on YouTube where some guy discovers you or the algorithm starts picking up your videos and send him, sending them out. And really, you're, you're, the biggest limitation is just how good you want to make your videos. Yeah, by the way, Logan Paul will never fucking shout me out. There's no chance of that shit happening, monkey. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance. He just fucking replied to a tweet. That's all he no. did. But it was enough to get me, like, to get my video in the algorithm, and now I've, I've gained subs. I just got to keep it rolling, man. Well, Amp, if you want the easiest 10 grand you'll ever make, make that channel. Let's see it. Honestly, dude, you have to do it. Somebody's got to try and do it. Somebody that we know can make quality videos to go out there and do some shit to see if this is true. Because that's a huge experiment. I don't know. That's a huge experiment. <laughs> Why don't you do it, Monkey? I well, I have an, I have I an just idea did for do a channel it. that... All hail Chancellor Susan's about to hit 50,000. That's I, fucking I have, awesome, I have an idea. Why, Why do you think they haven't shut, shut you down? You down? Uh, because, I don't, I don't fucking know. They'll shut me down as soon as they find it. I don't care. <sighs> uh, fuck, that's well, depressing. I, I actually dude. have an idea for a channel that I'm fairly confident will get a lot of views, but it might not be the best content. Um, well, basically, the, the concept of the channel, I know this is going to get instantly stolen... But the concept of the channel is you go to IMDb and read like one star reviews from the what's considered the best movies of all time. Oh, I guess that could be fucking good. Could yeah, fucking good. and you do like each each video is just a different movie, and you just talk about the reviews Honestly, and argue a, with them. That's a super normie video series, but I could see that doing really well. Yeah, that's just what I imagine. Yeah. I don't know, Mumkey's ten thousand dollar challenge. Well, I mean, Maybe if you if should, you can do it without having it, the connections of a four hundred thousand sub channel, do it. Yeah. Just yeah. have it be a text to speech bot like all those Reddit YouTube videos, and uh, I make don't know it. though. I don't think I don't think a year is enough time. I don't know, man. I think I think a year could be. A, I think a year could be enough time. The thing is, when you see channels like, you go back to anyone's old videos, like my old videos, your old videos. Well, I don't know about your old video. I don't think I've ever watched any of your guys' really old stuff. But um, when you're first growing, man, you make, like, really bad content because you're still learning, you know? Still learning how it all works. Yeah, it's, not, you're all... it's not really fair. Yeah, it's not fair. To... Yeah, you have too much experience. There's no way you could possibly hit the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not fair to you. I, I think you should fucking do it. You got to do it, man. Dude, I don't know. 
Maybe uh What's the harm? Maybe sometime. Here's, what, here's the problem with you saying, oh, I don't know. What's no, the, the fucking is, harm in doing it? No, the thing is, it, it diverts attention from my main channel. And if if I was actually doing this for real, I'd put a lot more effort into the videos. But here it would be like competing with my time for main channel content and the podcast. So I, I'd have to yeah, fucking cheese it. Mm. And it won't be as good as I can be. So I could never really know for sure if it would work. Yeah, I guess. I see it. Yeah, I don't know. We're at a very, uh, I hate to say it, we're at like a very unsure time in the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope it all burns to the fucking ground. I hope everybody suffers <laughs> I and not, cries. And I did not every, know it got this depressing with Everybody you, can feel my pain. If I can still survive online with, with my greatest achievement being stripped from me in one day... Then all of you should be able to have to do it too, motherfuckers. Honestly, Bring it man, on. never stop creating YouTube channels. I think is what you need to do. Oh, I won't. They can't stop me. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you've kept that. I was worried you were just going to be so broken from that shit. Honestly. Although, I do have to say, Monkey Jones TV, that whatever the fucking website's called, that video you made, sort of your response to Susan, where you called her a horse-faced bitch, is one <laughs> yeah. of the funniest fucking videos I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. What if I what if I hit what if I hit a hundred thousand by the end of the year, Monkey? What do I get? Well, you've been around for a while, though. I'm saying nobody starting today is gonna. I, dude, get I've only got growth. nine thousand subs. When did you start? Like 2011. Yeah, it takes eight years. It takes eight Some years to like get ten thousand subs these days, no, folks. No, no, I've gotten all of this in only like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. How many of those years were you making videos consistently? None. Not until this last week. Uh, this last week? Not not until <laughs> literally this month. I have I've only uploaded a video a month, maybe. Well, there you go. Only yeah. a video a month, monkey. That's all I've done for the most part. Well, hey, speaking of your channel, I think we're gonna wrap up soon. So you should plug all your shit. Where can people find you? What what should they watch from you? All the good stuff. Uh, everything is at a channel called the Willie Mac Show on YouTube. Uh, it's a lot of commentary, a lot of. But mostly just comedy. It's mostly me fucking around, and then I got some sort of underlining opinion with it. Uh, it's 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 good stuff. It's fun. It's really quality. And it is good on stuff. Twitter, if they want to see Logan Paul reply to all your tweets, what's your Twitter? Uh, Willie Mac Show as well. Same shit, right? Uh, yeah. On Twitter, I'm just honestly, I'm not very funny on Twitter. If you want a funny Twitter, <laughs> just follow Wang. Honestly, that dude's got a way better Twitter right. than me. He's got a ba way better Wang. <laughs> All right, Willie Mac, now the time has come to shill our show in the DMs of Logan Paul. Oh, no problem. <laughs> so, I'll fucking do it. I'll yeah, let's get him as a guest. Yeah. When, when we upload this episode, just send him the, the link him the and see if, Honestly, that dude has replied to, to every DM I've sent him. So who knows? Who fucking knows? Logan Paul, if you're watching this, this is an open invitation to come on the show. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Why not? We'll make sure the racist Rusty, Rusty Gage does not come on to tarnish your brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll get his internet fixed by then. Oh, shit. Now, you should, right, you should DM for, Logan Paul. Having... Hey, hey, Logan Paul, my friend Monkey Jones got his channel deleted. Can you fix that? And Logan will say, okay, fam, and then I'll have it back tomorrow. Dude, if it gets back up, would that not be the funniest fucking thing? Honestly, I, I, would, I, I would give you the $10,000 <laughs> if it happened. Oh, Logan Paul saves honestly, Monkey Honestly, dude, Jones. I don't even want your money. I'm just glad you'd be back on YouTube. I've watched <laughs> you for fucking ever, seriously. Uh, um, thank you. Honestly, thank you guys for having me on. It was a crazy surprise when uh when I got a DM from from Mr. Lemons here uh, telling me to come on. It's cool. I've watched the podcast. I've watched all of you guys. Well, besides Rusty, frankly, but for a, for a, a long <laughs> yeah, while. I don't watch Rusty either. Yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, but thank you guys, thank you guys. It's really cool seeing like um, a lot of bigger creators, like voices of the of of our community, go ahead and be able to to reach out and want to talk to smaller guests. You know, it's it's exciting, exciting stuff. It's about the good content, and Willie Mac, you'll make some pretty good content. Godspeed. That's all that matters for me. Godspeed. We are better than H three H three. Yep. Uh, Fucking sellout. Yeah. Worse than H three H three.